This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Would you rather be the favorite or the underdog in a, in a game between two great teams? Would you rather be the favorite or the underdog? Underdog. Right? How about Philadelphia is a home underdog to San Francisco this wow. week? Wow. Right? Philadelphia. I saw that line and went, you're kidding. What's the line? Three. Really? Yeah. So Vegas is essentially saying if this was a neutral field, San, San Francisco is a six-point favorite. Yes. I I literally I I went excuse you what hmm. so yes I figured it'd be an even just straight pick them I thought Philadelphia would be a very small favorite hmm. I just, I did I think I thought they would be a very small favorite but they they happen to be a field goal underdog on their home field uh, all right we have uh, we have some things we need to get to let's do it we call this take two there's really uh, there's really no we have no produced open for this we should we should we should get a produced open let's start with the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Chris Tabor is the interim coach. He's the, I guess he's still the special teams coordinator, and he has a plan for Bryce Young. I think he has to be himself. I think that uh, you know my my message to everybody is is let's let's go out and play and, and have some fun, play loose, uh, not reckless, but play loose. Hey, here's my chips. I'm all in. You know, so so let's go. And I, I think that I think that can be comforting to players. Um, and and he's going to play well. I just I just know he will. I hope he does. I still have incredible faith that Bryce Young is going to be good. I do. I have. I, I always fall back on my conversations, as many as we have had uh, over, like, a twelve-year period with former ECU coach Steve Logan. We way too often, and it and honestly, it happens a lot with the national media. If you watch too much ESPN, um, we fall in love simply with statistics, right? We just we look at the box score, or we watch the highlights, and we see all of these things happening, and like, oh my gosh, C.J. Stroud is the greatest thing we like. People put him in the in the MVP category in the MVP discussion. Yeah, it's like slow down here, Mike. Wait a second. Are you telling me that the starting quarterback for a team that uh, might make the playoffs is go is an MVP candidate over Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts, uh, A.J. Brown, all of these players on great teams that help make them great? Are you telling me that because statistically speaking, C.J. Stroud is having a great year, I'm not even denying that, that he's the MVP candidate, get over it. Just because they start talking about it on ESPN, because, not to be disparaging here, as he is about to, mm-hmm. but that's like lowest common denominator conversations. Yeah. Every week, they do, who's ahead in the Heisman race? It ain't a race. I vote. I vote. I pay zero attention to the conversations that they are having. No, no attention at all. I just watch. I just watch games, and I watch players. I don't care about your Heisman race. I don't care about these. They do the MVP. Is has Jalen Hurts passed Patrick Mahomes in the MVP race? I'm like, we have a third of the season left. It's not a race. When the season is over, we'll figure it out. 
It's not a race. So, but that's the problem is that we 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 dumb ourselves down. Oh yeah. Because they dumb it down because they know you'll watch. Mm-hmm. Embrace debate. Um, anyway, this these all of these conversations about Bryce Young versus C.J. Stroud, they are they are tiring, and it all it all stems from the fact that Carolina traded from nine to one and took Bryce Young, Mel Kiper, the on what we need to stop doing. You can't all of a sudden, audible eyes away. You took who you took. I think any discussion about Young and Stroud, to me, is unfair to, to Bryce. I wouldn't even go there. You know, you made your pick. You don't have to address why we did it, what we were thinking. Just shut up, and, and, and that this is your guy. Show some respect for your quarterback. Do not bring up in any discussion C.J. Stroud. He's in Houston. He's got a lot of good things happening there. He's done a great job. That's C.J. Stroud. It doesn't matter how good C.J. Stroud is. The only thing that matters is how good Bryce Young is. That's it. And I I use the example of the 1983 NFL draft. That draft had six quarterbacks taken in the first round. The last quarterback taken in the first round Mm -hmm. is the best one, Dan Marino. Yeah. Dan Marino was the last quarterback taken in the first round in, in the 83 draft. There was a 30 for 30 on the 83 draft. Jim Kelly was taken in that draft by the Buffalo Bills, middle of the, uh, middle of the, uh, of the first round. John Elway was the first so, yeah, pick. Elway. Right? Elway was the first pick. Colts. Uh, yeah, Colts took him, and but he was never going to play there, mm-hmm. and they traded him for Roy Hinton, who was a tackle. Uh, Hinton was drafted fourth by Denver, so they, they made that, that swap. Marino is a better quarterback than John Elway. Nobody's saying that Denver lost the draft. Of course, we didn't have stupid TV back then, so nobody we didn't have to have these conversations. But nobody's saying that, well, Denver clearly lost the draft. Buffalo clearly lost the draft because they drafted Jim Kelly. Nah. They both, they all won the draft. They got a franchise quarterback. It doesn't matter as long as Bryce Young becomes the quarterback you wanted to draft. Is If he's your guy, it doesn't matter what C.J. Stroud does. It doesn't. We have to be better about that. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money, and then we meet every year and go through status reports, have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Talk about disrespect. Tampa's only a five-point favorite? (laughs) Like, Really? That's how bad Tampa is. You're only favored by five over the Panthers. So they give you three for being at home. So you're telling me on a neutral field, Tampa's only two points better than Carolina? Allegedly. Get out of here. That just doesn't make any sense to me. Anyway, I guess Baker Mayfield's their quarterback, right? So Chris Tabor, the interim head coach, has a plan. I like the song, though. 
I think he has to be himself. I think that, uh, you know, my, my message to everybody is, is let's, let's go out and play and, and have some fun. Play loose. Uh, not reckless, but play loose. Hey, here's my chips. I'm all in. You know, so so let's go. And I, I think that I think that can be comforting to players. Um, and and he's going to play well. I just I just know he will. I happen to think that Bryce Young is going to be an excellent quarterback in this league. I think they have to surround him with players that can help him uh, and players that he can help. Most of these players, Bryce Young cannot help. I apologize to the DJ Sharks of the world, <laughs> but Bryce Young can't help you. <laughs> you you are beyond help at this level, right? DJ Chark need like think about Ted Ginn and what Ted Ginn was to the Panthers back in the heyday, right? Ginn was uh, an outstanding second or third option, right? I wouldn't even say second option; he was a third option, and the, the and they could run the ball like crazy. All Ginn was really was a deep threat. Man, DJ Chark could be that, except that he's like a third of the player Ted Ginn was. Other than that. And he's not reliable physically. Um, Mel Kuyper, talent evaluator, on the Panthers building around their quarterback. I just go to the offensive line, Joe. This is a kid who is the smallest quarterback you'll ever see playing in the NFL at this level. I mean, we've had quarterbacks in that 5'10 and change range. Russell Wilson started that going, right? Uh, Doug Flutie back in the day. But to have a franchise quarterback be viewed as that at 5'10", 185 to 200, whatever, however it fluctuates during the course of the year, you better have – he can't survive these kind of hits on a week-to-week basis, and he has so far. Give him credit for that. But the offensive line is the pivotal part, and obviously weapons at wide receiver, but it all starts up front. It, am I the only one who's kind of over the he's small? <laughs> Cam Newton was a thousand – was like a, a, a god. Yeah. He was a Greek god. Broke. Anthony Richardson looks like Cam Newton. Broke. What are we doing? I'm not saying that Bryce Young will never get hurt. Everybody gets hurt. Every quarterback. And you don't even have to be taking a lot of hits. Bryce Young's been playing football his entire life. He really hasn't broken. Because he's 5'10". You know, buck 80, whatever he is. He's a smart quarterback. Let him be a quarterback. Let him, like, you can't think that way about any position on the field. You can't think about that at quarterback. Just let him go. Or just give him an offensive line so he actually has time to throw the ball. How about that? Offensive line is so bad. It's awful. It is it looks so like terrible. turnstiles on a Metro. <sighs> and, it's, and and right now the the uh, the most pressure is coming right up the middle. Nobody in the middle can pass block. Like, Iki Aquano isn't even the problem uh, at left tackle, and he's a problem at left tackle. The problem is coming straight up the middle. I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers. With class sizes, like about 16 per teacher, you can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. 
A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.